I'll stop acting like some fucking clowns. You know, you niggas show is silly. Now, you're standing here fighting, and we got over $300,000 of cold, hard, unmarked U.S. cash to split up five ways. Let me tell you something. Now, you make the news count again. I'm going to shoot me a motherfucker, and then we're going to be splitting this thing up four ways, yeah? Crack it. Why so violent? <laughs> it's not that type of pod, dude. <laughs> it may be. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. What up? How you been, man? Pretty good, dude. Pretty good. <laughs> you look Busy. a little tired, man. Busy as look... shit, but, but really good. <laughs> you look a little tired. Yeah. In the uh, in the process of buying our first house, yeah. me and my girl. Has that progressed um, at all? Yeah, yeah, so we're under contract and everything like Ooh, that, so we, nice. we knock on some wood kind of own a lake house nice yeah that's dude, super I'm, exciting I'm fucking stoked about it hell yeah man. i'm close to we're not close to getting a new house but i am close to getting a new car i think oh, i'm yeah. probably like two or three weeks away i just want to get ahead of it uh i've part of me wants to ride my 98 uh honda civic into the ground yeah there's so much that doesn't work on it and i was like what the hell am i doing here yeah. <laughs> really so because i can i can get one really good price if you like drop like five grand down on like a down payment you can get like $200 payments a month yeah, and it'll be awesome. So Heck yeah. I think I'm going to do that soon. And it opens me up to uh, kind of like DoorDash work or stuff like that too. Yeah. Doing other delivery job stuff. Yeah. I've yeah. been um, possibly thinking about doing, there's two companies. One is called Soothe and the other one's called Zeal. Nice. And it's like massage therapy Uber. Uber, yeah, so yeah. It's like, so it's like side gigs for massage therapists. So. I think that's huge. Yeah. I would imagine that being a big thing. I'm surprised I haven't done that already because any job where you're the guy yeah. or you're, it can be a one-person thing yep. and be mobile. I mean, if somebody didn't have to, how many more people probably would get massages if they didn't have to leave their house? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a lot. And they too. do all the advertising and everything. Like, yeah. I, And I they had, get rated and everything. As yeah. long as you got great ratings, as long I had, as customers can look at ratings, who cares? I had an offer the other day and I just couldn't do it, but um, it was $88 I would have made for the hour. Oh, wow. You know, and so even if it's... 30 minute drive there, 30 minute drive back, 30 minute drive time in an hour in two I mean, and a half hours. That's still, you might bucks. find that that's the only thing you want to do after you're doing it for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things. Uh, once you, once you don't have a boss for a while, which I haven't had a boss forever. It's, it's great not mm-hmm. having a boss, yeah. you know, so yeah. well, it's a beautiful thing. My boss at the spa is great. I, I love her. She's my girlfriend. Oh, oh so. there you go. So yeah. you, you make out well. <laughs> yeah. I meant even like upper management. Yeah. You know, well, you don't then, have, then everyone's getting... boss has another boss and that's yeah we won't go there yeah oh we're not gonna talk no, about the other boss about, no, no, no. <laughs> uh i'm very close to getting my regal card back yeah june man let me got let me tell you what's coming out in june july talk uh, to me it's not there's a ton coming up but there's four that i would i'm definitely gonna go see in the theater so and what are we like uh we're like a week week I, and a half away from july i'm or taking june. i'm taking bets odds five to one that paul doesn't get to see all four of them in the theater. Oh, if I buy the if I oh, buy if the pass, regal, I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I will do it if I buy the pass because I'm only doing it. The only reason I'm going to do it because there's two movies each month, and if and that's re- the payment right there. Yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, so on the 16th of June, the Flash comes out. I'll definitely be there. I need to see Michael Keaton floating with his wings. Uh, June 30th, Indiana Jones comes out. No way I'm missing that. And then July the 12th, Mission Impossible drops. That new trailer that dropped. Holy. 
fuck. I haven't dude. seen the trailer. The trailer is insane. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's insane, man. It's it's everything you want Mission Impossible to be. It's the only series that gets better I've as been, it goes on. Oh, and I've been waiting it, on that one. It really is. It's the only series that gets better. It really people are talking about James Bond this and James Bond that. Fuck that. Mission Impossible is James Bond. Yeah, I haven't been interested in James Bond. I like James Bond. Years. I'll watch him. I'll always watch him. I have a soft spot for it. But Mission Impossible is James Bond. Yeah. I mean, come on. It is everything you want it. And he's really doing that those stunts. I mean, Tom Cruise is a stunt man who who pulls that shit off. Absolutely. So that comes out on the twelfth of July. And on the twenty first is Oppenheimer, which I'm not missing Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer's oh, wow, gonna yeah. be epic, man. I've been wondering about that one that's I, gonna I've be the one, one that takes all the awards teaser trailer that's for that and it's us. just him walking down the hallway yep. that's all they're and showing us which it, i think is brilliant yeah no and i really want to see it. i mean come it stars on, like 30 people in he's it the he's, he made the nuclear fucking bomb it's like, crazy it's gonna be great so also later in the uh the year uh have you seen the trail for the creator yet I don't think Where, so. Where like AI is taking over? No, isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah. I, I'll have to if I remember. I'll send you the trail later on. It looks killer. It's uh, Gareth Edwards, the guy who did the uh, Godzilla, the first Godzilla, at least maybe the second one also. He's done a bunch of good stuff. The first trailer for Killers of the Flower Moon dropped. Hmm. The Scorsese movie with Leonardo DiCaprio that dropped earlier in the week, huh. and the only thing. We, and it's been like an internet joke for a long time. The mm-hmm. only image we see of that is the image that they've been showing us with uh, the Native American women, woman sitting at the table next to like a uh, a thicker Leonardo DiCaprio. Huh. That's the only image they've been showing us for like three years. Interesting. And uh, it's almost like a joke that people were using here. Hey, are we going to see anything else besides this stupid image uh, for the movie? And the, they dropped a full, like, I don't even they're, they're calling it a teaser, I think. But it's like a full two-minute trailer, and it looks phenomenal. Huh. It's just... Leonardo DiCaprio being the shit, Jesse Plemons being the shit. It, you, lo- it looks really great. Did you see uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, quote unquote, because uh, allegedly it would be a better, like, coke the fuck up at that award show? I forget which one. Oh, no. Here recently. There it, was a, I saw a bunch of the ladies that were dressed up all nice. That must have been that. Award so, show. I mean, he just had black sunglasses on the yeah. whole night. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And there was at one point. Pulling full Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Moment. And he was standing right next to Robert De Niro yeah. at one point, And, bro, his face was just like. Got nothing else to worry about. Yeah, you know. Uh, also, November 3rd, Dune Part 2 comes out, and in December, Ghostbusters comes out. But Really? I was so unimpressed with the last See, Ghostbusters. See, I really loved it. It was super nostalgic for me. I think we, I think if we both rewatched it, I think m- maybe my uh, interest would go up a little bit, and I bet yours goes down a slight bit, because ah. they, they, really, they really fucked that shit up with ah. those guys. I've seen it like three or four times. I uh, enjoy it. I, I'm just disappointed with what they did with those guys. They weren't even in the same room half the time. No, uh, and, you know, but it was great just to see the moment yeah. and, you know, that we've been... There were moments I, I, I thought were good about it. It made my decent list and everything, but I would love something that just blows me away. Yeah. Not, and it might still happen. I'm just not convinced uh, uh, Jason Reitman can do it. Do you hear that uh, Arnold came out this week and said the only reason we don't have twins, too, is because of Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman killed the deal. Really? Yeah. So, so blame Jason Reitman for that, people. That's fucked up. But I've watched several movies this week. If we want to talk movies we've seen. If sure, you, you've, I, I have one. You, you don't remember your other one, huh? I can't remember what the fuck the other one was. All right. I'll start off with one, and then we'll go to you. And then maybe uh, the more time I give you, maybe you'll maybe. think about it. All right. So nothing made my fantastic list. Nothing since the uh, the cook, the thief, his wife, and her lover. How funny was that, man? That yeah. You saw that title on uh, yeah, that, Bob's that Burgers was crazy. that night. So random. 
Uh, so nothing's uh, been added to my fantastic list. Also, nothing's been added to my dog shit list. That's good. Well, that's good. I have a couple that were added to my uh, decent list, and then everyone else was the very good. Let me start with like one of the very goods. This one you have to see, dude. And I'm pretty sure it's on Tubi. Maybe I did see it on Amazon Prime. Do you remember night? And I was going through. I was finishing up on like the a lot of the TNA movies I hadn't seen, and there were a couple that I came across. A lot of them are just. They just immediately go to your decent list for nostalgia purposes alone. Mm. None of them really get elevated to the very good list. But there were a couple of them that kind of are in that list of TNA films, but they're not really. Yeah, the, the, there's a, a, a boob scene halfway through it, and they kind of got on that list that way. Yeah. Do you remember 1986 Stewardess School? No. It's just like fucking police academy and it's so good it's so fucking funny and you know all the actors in it it's that girl that we really like from moving violations that goes up on the rack yeah yeah and everything she's she's awesome in it uh some of the ralph mouth is one of the guys in it from uh, happy days you know the red-headed guy Uh, okay Uh, and a whole bunch of well-known people and it was basically the same exact premise as police academy, except they're going to stewardess school. So they they're they're actually at an academy to to learn everything about being a stewardess. I, I think that's and, yeah. What, I think that's they, real. They do mock things where they're going through and they're all getting angry at people and doing stuff. It's fun, dude. Yeah. I loved it. You definitely should check a stewardess school because if we if you had seen it back in '86, you would loved it. I loved it watching it now. So definitely check it out. Yeah, that sounds you, fun. Uh, what's your uh, one movie there? Um, so it's called. The Devil All the Time. Hmm. Um, Never heard of it. When did it come out? So I'm trying to see that real quick. Um, it's a Netflix movie. It was a 2020. Um, I just shit can Netflix too. But oh, did you? I can find it other places. Well, so I mean. Uh, is a, it worth seeing? It's got a serious fucking cast, dude. So um, I don't know who the first guy is though, but Harry Melling, um, Bill Skarsgård, yep. Tom Holland, oh, yeah. Robert Pattinson. Oh, all um, youngsters too. Yeah, um, Jason Clark. Um, yeah, no, Jason you know, Clark. Yeah, yep. um, dude, it's I, horror I, movie thriller. What are we talking here? It's, it's like a fucking drama, in my opinion. It's drama, maybe drama, suspense. Yeah, they have it down as thriller drama, and bro. It's I mean, it's a really good movie, okay, but great. it is fucking terrible, and it's not gory. <laughs> it's just. It's so just like, stop doing this to this person. Like, What's the logline? What's the so premise? the main character is Tom Holland, mm-hmm. and the story is his life. Um, and it's, it's just fucking terrible. You know, mm-hmm. like his dad is um, Skarsgård. I never remember which one it was. Um, Peter, probably, I would imagine. Or unless it's the old, old guy. Um, here, is it, it was. It's not Stellan. I thought it was. It's Bill. Oh, it's Bill? Yeah. Man, they, I swear they're like the same age. Well, so that's the thing is he's when he's a child and when Tom Holland, there's another, you know, kid. That oh, plays he plays his. a young version of the Yeah, dad. so like it's his. Does Stellan play the old one? Because I would be in on that. Um, well, that would have oh, been brilliant. Well, no, he's he's he doesn't make it past oh, the childhood. Um, I'll let down now for Tom, poor Tom Holland. And then <laughs> do you know who Harry Melling is? No. Let me no, look him he's, up. he's 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 right here. Yeah, right here on the top by my finger there. Um... Yeah, I mean, he's definitely got a distinctive face. Where do I know him from? Let me. Uh, what's the name of this movie again? Uh, the Devil's Always There. Okay. Um, and so he plays this like, just weird like faith type like uh, what do they call them? Snake healers, oh, snake nice. holders. He he plays like one of those religious fanatic people. 
Um, and dude, I, I, I can't, I can't tell you anything about any of the, the devil characters. is always here is the name of it is always there. It's always there. That's why. I oh, I'm sorry. The devil all the time. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. Um, and dude, it's just sad event after sad event after sad event happens to Tom Holland. Like, and that's the whole fucking, movie. <laughs> um, but it's, it's really good. We just didn't know what we were getting into. Oh, you're right. This has a stat cast. Even the ones you didn't mention, like Sebastian Stans and it. Riley oh, that's Ke- right. Yeah. Riley Kehoe, who is Elvis's granddaughter. She's in a bunch of good horror movies now. Uh, yeah, that guy's from Harry Potter. Which one? Uh, the that oh, Harry guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in every go. Harry Potter. Dudley that, Dur- Dur- Yeah, he's Dursley? he's like the oh, I know what chubby he kid. The Yeah, so he got skinny yeah, and yeah, tall, yeah, 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 yeah. you know? Um, but he's he's great in this. Like I didn't even know that was him. How's um, Pattinson in it? Oh, dude, he's awesome. Oh, dude, he plays one of the worst fucking characters I've ever seen <laughs> in a fucking movie. Like, and and you know it immediately. It's not a. It's not like. Uh, it's not hidden. I mean, it kind of. He plays a preacher too. Yeah, and he's just fucking awful, bro. Yeah. Interesting. I've never heard of it. I'll definitely check you, it out. I, I was watching it the whole time going, God, I hate this movie. It's so good. <laughs> it's like it's such a good movie. And all I could think of was Paul would fucking love this movie. Yeah, we yeah. had a couple of we watched one um, the other day. Where was it? Oh, that could be added. Uh, I'll put that on here, too. I'll talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to text my girl goes, and see if she remembers what the other movie is that we watched. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. Do that. So I'll go into one of mine here. I'll stay in the very good. And this is also a movie that I cannot believe I hadn't seen because it was so fucking good. This movie was so good that it almost got onto my uh, my fantastic list. And it's 19. Let me look at the date up here so people can check it out. 1982's Losing It. And huh. it's Tom Cruise. I've never heard of that. It's Tom Cruise. This is uh, very young Tom Cruise, obviously, around Taps. Uh, what's our guy from... Uh, who played Freddy Krueger, the later one. Uh, he was also played Kelly uh, in yeah, uh, I know Bad News Bears. He has a three-name uh, thing. Uh, Haley. No. Haley something. That's Haley. You're thinking Haley, no, Haley Joel Osment. Damn. What's his name? Um, yeah, Haley I got you. Earl I got you. something. Jackie Earl ha- Haley. Is that what it is? <laughs> I knew it was part of it. Uh, Jackie Earl Haley. There you yeah. go. So you got Tom Cruise, Jackie Earl Haley, John Stockwell, who I always liked. He was in my science project. And you had the little kid from, he was in TAPS, but he was also in the first National Lampoon's Vacation. He was the he was uh, Cousin Eddie's kid that was going to show him the play. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was in it. You ever, and, you ever bop your baloney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Shelley Long was in this. And this was a Curtis Hansen movie. It was a really great. Uh, Curtis Hansen did Wonder Boys. He did L.A. Confidential. Curtis mm. Hansen, uh, who's not with us anymore, but he was incredible. So a stacked cast, a great director, and the writing was impeccable. And I can't believe I had never heard of it. So it's basically these group of guys. I think it's like the 60s, maybe. Maybe it's the 50s, the late 50s. And they're going to go to Mexico and lose their virginity. Mm. And on their way there, uh, they stop at a gas station and Shelly Long is getting, uh, Shelly Long from, you know, Cheers oh, and yeah. everything. Uh, Money Pit. I know Shelly yeah, Long. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> So she gets in a fight with her husband and they work at the 
gas station and she jumps in the car with Tom Cruise and the guys and says, take me with you. Huh. And so she goes on this adventure with them and they're open with her. We're going down here to get laid and they all split up once they get in and you get to see each of their little adventures that they oh, were on. But Shelley Long end up, ends up staying with Tom Cruise and they have kind of a, they hit it off and everything. You would never think Tom Cruise and Shelley Long in yeah. a romantic kind of movie together. But ja- uh, Jackie Earl Haley is so funny in this, man. They really? go to uh, They go to like a brothel and they all are like dying to lose their virginity and that's whole funny ass scene and Jackie Earl Haley is is uh super excited to just do everything and uh you got to see it man yeah. L- interesting it. yeah that's that's uh... it was a lot of fun i immediately bought it on dvd and i've got it at the house now but i'm pretty sure that it was available on tubi also so. dvd update check how many we got now oh man it's over 3000 it's like it's been over 3,000 for a while. Yeah, it's like 3,050 or something like that, <laughs> somewhere around there. How are we doing on the uh, 4Ks? Do we slow down on those I yet? slowed down on them you every once in a while. You were 50, I think, last time. I think I've hovered around there. It's just yeah. I, I get into moods where I want to get them. And then, but there's so many that I watched, I don't think I could have told the difference between the Blu-ray. Uh-huh. Yeah, if it's a very bright movie, like they just announced the 4K version of national lampoon's vacation oh really and that whole movie is like during the day you know they're doing cons right now who all of them Uh, like yeah um, Yeah. randy quaid is doing cons right now. that's interesting i know the other ones the other ones just recently did one i saw pictures of them all together yeah um so they're doing cons right now sometimes all of them aren't there but there's been a couple of them where all of them have been there because um, I follow Chevy Chase on Yeah, I've uh, seen him posting Facebook. a bunch of them, too. I, I think I follow him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't know about Randy. That's a little crazy. Yeah, I mean, they had it up there. Did you get an answer on your movie there? No, I'm still no, waiting. All right. Well, I got a couple more. So another one that made my very good list was 1973's Coffee. Now, that's an early, like... Pam Greer black exploitation film mm. right around the time of Foxy Brown and I knew they were connected but I never knew which one came first I always thought Foxy Brown came out and then Coffee came afterwards but it was the reverse Coffee came first super popular awesome 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 movie I loved it mm-hmm. and it's basically she's a nurse whose sister OD'd on drugs and then she wants to go undercover for herself as a vigilante, oh, wow. as a prostitute, to get to the top levels of the drug trade and just kill every motherfucker there. That's and, amazing. And it's awesome. You just That's see amazing. Pam Greer be a badass. It's Why a, hasn't anyone remade no, this movie? You need to see it. For sure, um, coffee, coffee. It's on. Uh, it's on Tubi. Is Ma- it? Yeah, maybe that's one of the ones we'll have to do in the uh, future. Because yeah. that's all I'll say about it now. But it was like exactly what you wanted it to and be. And movies like that will stay on Tubi. Yeah. for a long time. Oh, for sure. Uh, now, two movies that made my decent list. One of them, I was super surprised that it just made my decent list because it was one. It's, it's probably one of the best movies. Best, uh, I think everyone's hundred favorite movies of all time, huh. and it's been in that stack that I have of three hundred movies that I wanted to go through. It's Jim Cotta, isn't it? <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> is that what you think? You thought people thought it's that in was my top one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so nineteen. This is very shocking to me, and I think I would probably get in arguments with people in like certain circles, mm-hmm. uh, talking like uh, film with serious cinephiles. But and it was decent. You know, I wouldn't put it on my dog shit list. Obviously, it has credibility to it. That was a big build up here. But nineteen sixty one's Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, you know, I've never seen it. Man, it was, I, I know it's a, it it's was like just a, a snore fest to me, man. And oh, I, was it? And I oh, love, I'm so glad to hear that. I, I love Cap- uh, Truman Capote wrote it. He also wrote In Cold Blood, which I loved. In Cold Blood. 
and it starred the great Catherine uh, Audrey Hepburn. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, Audrey Hepburn and George Papard, who later was uh, Hannibal from The A Team. Oh, but wow. when he was younger, he was like a real serious actor, and she just played a free spirit that lived on uh, in Manhattan in a. And she was super rich. They obviously had the big, uh, the most people who talk about Breakfast at Tiffany's now talk about Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney was always one of our like favorite kind of uh, comedic actors yeah. back in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. The most racist portrayal. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it? Uh, no, uh, but uh, I know who uh, Mickey pull up, Rooney is. Pull up the pictures of Mickey Rooney, Breakfast at Tiffany's. You will not believe it. It's like those old. Oh, is that the one where he plays the, 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 uh, Asian, the, guy. the Asian guy? And not only does he I've seen do, clips of he that. does the accent like what you would not even believe that uh, that someone would do but it looks like the old if you looked at the old golden age comics of like captain america mm-hmm. where captain america is fighting the japanese and they intentionally make their teeth like yeah five times the size of their mouth they're doing yeah. that with mickey rooney in it i uh, i remember seeing that doesn't he have glasses he's on? he's got too? glasses yeah. on it and he uh it's about Holly Golightly, so he's constantly screaming, go lightly, go lightly, and screaming at her and everything, and mm. it's a butt of everyone's joke, and everyone laughs through it. But I just found Audrey Hepburn kind of a uh, an annoying brat through the whole fucking movie. Good. And I was like, I was like, why are we following this girl? Why do I care about her and everything? I, I get them being clever and everything, but it, it made my decent list. I'm surprised it didn't go further than that. Now, another one that made my decent list that was... It probably would have went to the very good list if the subject matter was a little bit more interesting to me, but I heard a lot of people talking about it. It came out in 2018. Do you remember the movie in 2018 called Eighth Grade? I don't. It was very it was very popular, and it was reminded me of a lot of the indie movies that came out in like the early 2000s, where it was just a look at one girl's life, how, how awkward eighth grade is. And it was unbelievably accurate. I think I kind of remember hearing For about sure it. accurate, but it was just painful to watch. It was uncomfortable situation. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a strong R uncomfortable. Yeah. It was just, you know, you were dealing with her being super awkward and trying to put herself out there and into the cool click and it's the cool clicks just ignoring her and everything and I'm like, oh, I just feel awful for this girl. She's yeah. great in it. Was It was very well done but uh, as far as repeat views, I would never watch it again but it was good enough. Like, I liked the 13 movie. Do you remember that one that came out with Holly Hunter and uh, Evan Rachel Wood was the girl and she played the uh, rebellious eight, 13 year old yeah. who was doing all sorts of drugs and, and fighting with her mom and I thought that was a, a pretty good uh, movie and I think I own that one but 8th grade oh, it was just they leaned into the awkwardness a little mm-hmm. much yeah. and everything and bullying through online and everything like that but it was done well so but today and I told you this when you showed up I think we're about to do one of the best films on Tubi currently. It's a great movie. This is a fantastic fucking film. So we're going to be talking about 1995's Dead Presidents. Now, I watched this back in the day. Yeah. I remember watching it, and I remember loving it, but I have not seen it for like 15 years. I At think. least. And I rewatched it, and I was like, holy fuck, this would be on my fantastic list. If this was like not a rewatch, and if right. it was like one of the lists that I'm doing, it would absolutely be on my fantastic list. This yeah. is so good from beginning to end, and brilliantly acted... Uh, 
the guys directed the fuck out of this movie. Uh, the Allen Brothers, is that who it was? Yeah, the Allen Brothers. I have the list here of all the stuff uh, that we'll talk about with the cast and the crew and everything. Uh, the Hughes Brothers, that's right. Allen was one of their first names. Yeah. So yeah, the Hughes Brothers. And we've seen a bunch of their movies too, so we'll talk more about them too when we get to it. But why don't you tell us just kind of like the log line synopsis of what Dead Presidents is. Back of the VHS box. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's. I mean, it's definitely one man's journey. Great cover on the front of that VHS yeah, box. I'm absolutely. telling you, that's what dude. got most people to rent this oh, back so in the cool. day. Yeah. Like I saw trailers for this and I was like, oh, I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. And, Okay, go ahead. Sure. I'll get ahead of myself. Um, yeah, I mean, this is honestly one man's journey from, like... Milan to Mintz? Uh, from what? <laughs> that was a Seinfeld reference. <laughs> Half the people laughed. Um, I mean, he's probably... The movie starts off, he's probably about 16. So from, you know, pre-adulthood through post-war and, yeah. you know, reintroduction to society... And they rob a bank. Yeah. <laughs> and know? he goes to Vietnam. Big chunks of his life in the city, his life in Vietnam, yeah. and then his life like not adapting well, right. leading to the bank robbery. When this movie was sold to us, for sure it was all bank robbery. Yeah. But it really is just the last half hour of the movie. And right. I'm telling you, it's worth the fucking Oh, bank. yeah. It, it was a fantastic movie by the time you hit the bank robbery scene. That's, oh, that's yeah. how good of a movie that was. Yeah. This wasn't one of those movies that the uh, bank robbery was so great it made it fantastic. Right. No, the bank robbery might, could not even have happened, and I would have been still thinking that this was a fantastic movie. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they could have ended it uh, with that guy in the stairs. And still, it would have just been yeah, great. Yeah. You know? So let's talk cast here because the cast was phenomenal. Huge, man. And a great, great cast. I got two pages here, and the first page is just cast. And we'll, we know all these guys. I just kind of have a bunch of their stuff listed to kind of put in context where they are when they made Dead Presence in 95. Now, I hate to say it, and I love Lorenz Tate. I have always loved this guy. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I always thought it was Lorenzo. I always thought there was an O at the end of that fucking name. Uh, you know, to be honest, I wouldn't be sure. Yeah, I, I could go. I've either been way. calling him Lorenzo Tate for fucking years. So, Lorenz, I'm sorry. <laughs> Unless you recently uh, changed it, in which hey, it's not my fault. If I'd have noticed, I'd have told you. Yeah, but. Lorenz Tate, man. So he he kills it in this movie. He oh, carries yeah. this fucking movie, dude, and that is not an easy feat because there's so many great actors in this movie, young actors and old veteran actors. So for those who are listening, Lorenz Tate, you might know him. I. I've seen a couple of his random films, too, that I don't think of. I've never met anyone else who has seen The Inkwell but me. Do you know what The Inkwell was? I remember the preview for it. It was, was a it the fun. Pool? It, it, it was, was kind a pool of like or a roller skating movie. No, it was like a pool. It was okay. like it was almost like a camp that they went to. Uh-huh. The uh, uh, the small group of inner city uh, friends who went off uh, to experience like life at being 13 year old and mm-hmm. everything and it was a great family type movie I, I think it was PG I remember, and I thought it was very very good I remember like the poster or the picture yeah. for it before that he started Menace to Society and we'll hear Menace to Society mentioned several times in this because that's the Hughes Brothers film mm-hmm. also uh, that is the Hughes Brothers right? yeah it is okay John yeah very true John and Alan is it John? that's what you yeah. Albert and Alan Albert and Alan Albert and Alan, Albert and Alan. there we go uh, so Menace Society, then they did the, uh, then Lorenz did the, uh, Inkwell, then Dead Presidents, then another movie that, uh, we're both familiar with is The Postman. I always yeah. loved him. 
Forward Lincoln Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> that was his name. Uh, Biker Boys, I've never seen. You ever seen that? Yeah, I saw it. Was uh, it good? Yeah. Stars well, a lot. I mean, that's another name we'll hear several times in this because a lot of the same people it are. It was in. all right. Yeah, I mean, it was Fast and Furious on bikes. Okay. You know what I mean? But also, it was mostly black bikers. Yep. So he, he kept going, man. He, he did A Man Apart. He did Crash. He did Ray. And then he went on and he did uh, several episodes like 30 or 40 of rescue me i think he must have been on for several seasons wow that uh firefighter show Mm -hmm. with dennis leary there's no reason this guy should not be one of our biggest fucking actors man he just by watching this in the movie you would think that he would be the next denzel yeah and maybe he's just got a bad agent or he's happy working tv stuff but he is phenomenal i can not say enough about lorenz tate especially in this movie now one of the veterans in this keith david man yeah keith david kills everything he's in he's amazing he's he never gets uh he never gets tiresome with his roles, you know. He always adapts to his age in roles. Yeah. And because when he was younger, man, I mean, he was like he was in the Vietnam stuff. He was from Platoon, man. And that's yeah, I like I really I, he does so well. I'm actually looking up right now to see if he was actually in combat at all because Oh, check it out. Let me list just a slew of his movies off right now. And I lead it all the way up. This is everything that I'm going to list now is all the way leading up to Dead Presidents. So The Thing, Platoon, Braddock, Mission Impossible 3, Off Limits, which I love. That's a random uh, Vietnam Saigon movie that no one knows about. Hmm. They Live, arguably one of Keith David's best films. You haven't seen it. They Live with Roddy Piper. Totally worth it. Just for the fight scene alone. <laughs> uh, Roadhouse. I always forget he's in Roadhouse. Roadhouse. I always forget he's, a, he's that bartender in Roadhouse. Oh, get. wow. Uh, always men at work. Oh, love men at work. One, yeah, top 50, top 50 in my uh, book, men at work, mark for death, final analysis, article 99, reality bites, the puppet masters, the quick and the dead and clockers. And then dead presence, man. Hmm. Do you remember article 99? I don't know that I do. It's Kiefer Sutherland and Ray Liotta. And they work at a veterans hospital and the veterans like chain themselves to the front of the building and won't oh, wow. let anyone in until they get good health care or something. And Keith wow. David's like in a wheelchair. He's one of the veterans. In oh. it. Really good. I think it's one of the ones I'm going to have to get my girl online to make for me because I can't find it anywhere. I'll tell you one that I do remember that you mentioned uh, on a previous pod the other day was um, the Lawrence Fishburne, Charlie Sheen movie where they're in uh, jail. When they're in and jail. they do the, the oh cadence steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you do remember yeah, it now yeah, yeah. yeah oh I knew that one no yeah. no I'm saying like oh, you had Dick. mentioned it previously oh Eric didn't know it oh is that what yeah, it was yeah yeah, yeah, Eric yeah. Didn't I, know it. yeah I fucking love that I movie. love cadence man yeah I wonder if that's on Tubi that sounds like that's good Tubi huh. written all over it so any I'm fine on no his military, military stuff, stuff no. but. He sure as hell acts. He looks like it, like it for yeah. sure. Maybe it's because Oliver Stone put him through that fucking uh, yeah, platoon pro- thing could when he was be. younger. A lot of those guys, I mean, they basically went through boot camp. So Chris Tucker, man, Chris Tucker kills it in this movie. Yeah, he's great. Uh, so leading up to Dead's presence, he had done The Meteor Man and he had done House Party Three, and he did Friday. But Friday dropped like six months before. Dead presidents. So they came out the same year. Uh, we got a big infusion of Chris Tucker on uh, 95 because of Friday and Dead Presidents. Well, then right after that, he did. He was on a track to just go crazy. And then I think he just took time off uh, and stepped away from the business. But who could blame him? So he had done Dead Presidents. They did Fifth Element, Money Talks, Jackie Brown, Rush Hour, one through three. And then he remember he came back for a Silver Linings Playbook. He was like, holy shit, Chris Tucker's in oh, Silver Linings right. Playbook. I forgot about and that. And he's in that new movie, Air, which I haven't seen, which is about Nike. I'm not interested in that. I, it looks, I hear, it looks I, like dog I, shit. I hear to that me. it's, yeah, I hear that all the reviews are yeah. bad. And I don't normally listen to reviews, but I feel like seeing the, the poster that they put up for it, I'm like, 
Yeah. It looks bad. And it, yeah. if it looks bad and people are saying it's bad, like I'll go to it if it looks bad and people say it's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. thankfully I do do that. So, uh, Freddie Rodriguez is another person. There's a lot of these actors that were on a great, uh, trajectory to be massive and then they just kind of slowed down for whatever reason my favorite one on his list is the pest oh yep there it is right yeah. there, right, right after dead presence i haven't seen the pest since since it came out yeah. i was one of those ones that you were like okay this is like freddie got fingered uh, yeah. i've seen it once and i'm done <laughs> uh i loved him in can hardly wait uh he was really funny in that he was great in payback he had a small role in payback poseidon bobby he was good in that's another random indie movie people don't know about about the assassination of uh robert kennedy it all took place at the hotel it was directed by emilio estevez really good wow but for my money the best freddie rodriguez if not this which he is quite good in is planet terror man i mean Mm. he owns that fucking movie i mean he's the one that's he plays the the one badass lead of the movie that's going around with rose mcgowan with the foot with as a gun you know i think i only saw that one He's on the pocket bike at the uh, at the end. That's oh great. wow, yeah. I, I think I saw that once, and for some reason, I'm I'm confusing the fight scene with Machete. Machete. Yeah, yeah I could see you confusing those. I mean, they're both uh, Robert Rodriguez. So yeah, that's probably right there. So Rose Jackson played Lorenz Tate's wife in this, and she was amazing. She was so oh, good. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I looked her up and I was like, why isn't she huge and everything? So she was she was a backup singer in What's Love Got to Do With It? And then she had just done various TV roles. One of them I recognized wow. her from, which was Married with Children. She was in a Married with Children episode that I do remember. Uh where uh, Al's Al's protege at the shoe store is this young black kid uh-huh. and he uh, he's about to marry a redheaded uh, woman named, also named Peg, and he's like, "Don't do it, don't do it." <laughs> and uh, there's like a d- dream sequence where uh, where this guy's girlfriend comes in dressed just like Peg, and it's this girl. Oh, really? Uh, and she was really funny in it. But I loved her in this movie; she killed it. Uh, there's a that scene where they are arguing, and he like is punching the wall, and he slaps her and everything, mm-hmm. and he's losing it. That was an intense scene, man. yeah, really intense. And they did a great job. No, the acting it. all around in this was just yep. great. The sister was uh, Nabush Wright. Uh, she played Delilah. She was from Fresh, and she was from Blade. Um, James, that's right. She was Blade's mom. Yep. Yeah. James Pickens Jr., who paid uh, who was he in this? Mister Curtis. Uh, damn, he's been on a shitload of stuff. How do I not recognize who James Pickens Jr. is? Do you have the uh, cast list pulled up for uh, Dead Presence? Let's see here. Let me skip him over then. Uh, who else we got Clifton Powell Clifton Powell played the asshole in this movie that was taking care of his uh, baby's mama while he was in uh, Nam yeah you know who that guy is you know you've seen him before I if you tell me I know that I have he's pinky from that's what uh, I was from next say. Friday yeah, that's what I thought. He, he played a like career playing a scumbag and this was actually low-level scumbag until he pulled the gun on him he, he I could see Lorenz Tate being pissed at him. Yeah. But he sucker punched him too, dude. That was the, the worst thing. Yeah. He there was, was like, a couple moments where he, he, he went over the level, but at first, if if Lawrence Tate had handled it correctly, maybe it wouldn't have went that way. But I can understand his <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean he straight up sucker punched him uh, and he literally right before he punched him goes, Hey look, man, I don't want any trouble. Yeah. And then just 
punches him down the stairwell yep. with that ring and we'll well yeah yeah man, we'll go into that, that motherfucker. uh this was this must have been the first thing that i ever saw terrence howard in and just not realized it me too yeah i think i he did not really come onto my uh radar until he did uh crash and uh around the same time he did crash ray and hustle and flow and mm-hmm. then when he did hustle and flow everyone uh, yeah. knew who the fuck he was yeah. but before that he had done uh who's the man you know the one with uh what was it? It's, oh, it's who the guys was from uh, MTV, Yo MTV Raps. Oh, yeah. yeah um, Dr. Dre and Ed Lover. Yeah, yeah, Ed Lover. Yeah, oh, wow, I don't even remember great. who's the man, but I'm pretty sure I saw it back then. I day. definitely have yeah. seen it a few times. It's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> and he had also been in uh, Mr. Holland's Opus, Had No Clue, and Big Mama's House, which I could never get into, man. I was never I liked big, the first one. It yeah. was funny. The first one was acceptable. Yeah. But, yeah. Second one was horrible. Well, <laughs> second one's unwatchable. Now Sticky Fingers was in this. He was uh he he had done a whole bunch of stuff. He was in Next Friday also. Do you remember who Sticky Fingers is? From, I guess he's a he's from Onyx. Yeah, he's from Onyx, yeah. but he's he was also in Next Friday also. He oh, was really? the one that was in the um all the scenes with Tiny Lister in the orange jumpsuits. Remember they were hiding in the oh, back wow, of, the, yeah. of the car. That was him. Huh. But apparently he was in uh, he was in this movie too. Bokeem Woodbine, man. Now we're getting to some uh, one of the best actors in this whole fucking movie, man. One of the best actors around right now still is Bokeem Woodbine. His arc through this movie is And if you're listening to this, you've you've watched him through his career for sure. If you look up Bokeem B O K E E M, that's all you'll have to look up. His face will pop up and you'll be like, "Hot damn, yeah, I love this guy." Because he's he's been in everything. We grew up watching this guy. So, just to list some of his movies that you might know, Crooklyn Jason's lyrics, uh, lyric, Dead Presidents, Freeway, loved him in Freeway. The Rock, loved him in The Rock, man. Uh, Gridlocked, also loved him in that. <sighs> the Big Hit, he was in Life, 3,000 Miles to Graceland, Ray, Total Recall, Riddick, Spider-Man, Homecoming. Yeah, I love him. And I loved him in the uh, Fargo series. He was hmm. great in the Fargo series. Was it Jeff McCarthy you asked me to look up for you? Yeah, what's his? No, uh, James Pickens Jr. Oh, darn it. Uh. I right. can't find him on the cast list. Yeah, what the hell? He's, he's listening to the bunch. James Pickens Jr. I might have to look him up because he's been in a bunch. I'm surprised it's not hitting me just listening at his cast because he's been in FX. He was in FX. He was in Trespass, Boiling Point, Menace to Society, Dead Presidents, Nixon, Sleepers, Gridlocked. Uh, oh, I know who he is. He got. He's in 418 episodes of Grey's Anatomy. He okay. has hair in this. He plays his dad. In this movie. Oh, yeah. okay. He's super famous because of Grey's Anatomy. That's why I wanted to not leave him off. 418 gotcha. episodes. So apparently yeah. he's one of the original guys that's still on the show. He's been doing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bokeem Woodbine, though, man. He's awesome. I love that guy. Now, David Barry Gray. Who was he in this? Da, 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 da. He played Donovan. He was in One Good Cop, Cops and Robertsons, <laughs> uh, Dead Presidents, Nixon. Michael Imperiali, one of the first movies that I had ever seen for sure, Michael Imperiali. Oh, God. Now, yeah. he had a horrible scene in this, and my mom loves him. Uh, I'm going to have to have her watch the scene just so he can see the scene with him. <laughs> <laughs> so he plays his friend. Don't do it, mama. <laughs> it's his friend and Nam. And I'm assuming you've watched, everyone's watched this, but he goes out to take a piss, and he doesn't show back up, and they go to check on him. And the VC has, like, gutted him and pulled his intestines out, cut his dick off, and shoved it in his mouth. Yeah. And he's still alive. Oh. And there's a great moment where Lorenz Tate has to, like, kill him, like a mercy killing yeah. for him uh which Ugh. thank thank you lorenz for doing that Fuck, because man. yeah mike and Parallelli, if you're not aware got super famous and he played christopher in sopranos so most people are always going to know but he was also spider 
Yeah, Spider. That's, that's right. where I know him yeah, from. That's funny that you know yeah. him from Spider. I love Miss Spider. He's also getting really famous. He aged really great too. So he's playing these like uh, great roles now. Uh, like in the White Lotus, he plays mm. one of the adult uh, kind of characters, and he's got this kind of like salt and pepper hair. Now he, he, he he's a really good actor, man. People might also know him from uh, Lean on Me, like Justin said, Goodfellas, plays Spider. <laughs> Uh, Jungle Fever, Malcolm X, Basketball Diaries, Bad Boys, Clockers, uh, Last Man Standing. He was great in Last Man Standing. Summer Sam, and obviously Supreme. To be honest, he's great in everything he's in. Yep. We should have done a character actor on For him. sure, sure. Uh, we still might go back to some character actor pods because we mentioned that a lot lately that these people should have been on there. Hopefully we can all remember what other yeah. ones we were talking well, about. Well, luckily they're recording. Well, we got the movies here, so uh, <laughs> we'll know which ones we were talking about. Uh, Clifton Collins Jr. was one of his first roles in it, too, and I loved him in uh, Traffic. He's the one that they dumped all the Tabasco, and they like tortured him in Traffic. He was huh. also in Extract. He was the one that I did. He, is he the one who lost his ball in Extract? Oh, I don't know. I uh, he's that. great, man. He's been in. Uh, he was in Fortress, Menace to Society, Poetic Justice, uh, Sergeant Bilko, One Eight Seven, Replacement Killers, Traffic. You know who else was good? Was and I don't think I put him on the list here. Was well, Martin Sheen. I also just mentioned has a uh, great scene as the judge at the very end of the movie. But the, you know the white guy that was with him through all his Vietnam stuff. He was the one that was like, I guess his uh, commanding officer yeah. was this white kid. That was the same uh, kid from Unforgiven. You know, the Schofield kid that hung out with, really? uh, with Clint Eastwood and Morgan Freeman. No shit. Yeah, I don't think I had ever seen him in anything else. Or apparently wow. I had, and I just didn't know about it. But yeah, he was that guy in Dead Presence. No shit. So let's talk the the directors. Like I said, Albert and Alan Hughes, they've directed everything together. Uh, apparently they have not had a falling out like the Coen brothers have, which yeah. is just sad as shit to me because the Coen brothers are going to be crap now because one of them is one of them. It's almost like the separation of two brains Yeah. because one of them just did that like Hamlet or Macbeth movie with Denzel Washington and everything. And he, he's more of the serious guy and the other guy's more of the slapsticky side. Yeah. And I think without them together, you're going to miss that kind of, great blend of satire that the Coen brothers are always known for. Yeah. But the Hughes brothers were always bringing it, apparently, because they yeah. started off strong with Menace to Society, man. Uh, love Menace to Society. I watched it right shortly after it came out. It was primed really well with Boys in the Hood. Yeah, and so that's the thing. I've seen Menace to Society probably, Not as much as Boys in the probably Hood. three or four times. Yep. I've seen Boys in the Hood 15 or 20 times. Yeah, I've, you know? I'm pretty close to that. Maybe I'm like more. I'm like 10 on... Boys in the Hood, and probably close to the two on Menace to Society. Someone's our front Somebody door. just won a prize. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> what you got? Uh, so the Hughes brothers also had done American Pimp. I had never seen that. From Hell, which I thought was garbage. Oh, I hated it. I, I really wanted to love I it. I remember forgetting that movie. It was the, what's the Jack the Ripper? Johnny yeah. Depp uh, hooker movie and yeah uh, it looked and another movie the other movie that they did that you and Dave liked but I did not care for was Book of Eli oh I love that movie yeah I can't that's yeah. the, that's the Hughes Brothers I never knew that until, oh I didn't uh, know yeah they had done that Alpha movie which with a dog and I had never seen that but you know what's their upcoming movie that they're doing next hmm. they're doing the Continental. Oh really? That's who's doing it. Oh hell yes! Yeah, so that's awesome. I knew you'd be excited. Is that going to be one. a movie or a series? Not sure. Not sure. I, Knowing it's the Hughes brothers, I would say it's probably going to be a movie. But yeah. it might be. 
I'd have to check it out. It, it could be like a Hulu movie or something like that, I guess. So the not a huge kind of resume for a lot of the cast and crew on um, a lot of the crew on it. So Michael Henry Brown was the writer. He had only been famous for Dead Presence, and he did uh, Into Deep. I swear I've seen that. Do you remember Into Deep? Wasn't mm. that LL Cool J? Oh, I don't know. Damn, I know it was a thriller in the late '90s. Uh, that had a lot of really good black actors in it, but I'm not sure. Hmm. So the cinematographer for this was uh, Lisa Rensler. So we don't mention many female cinematographers on here, so I'm excited about this one. So she had done Menace to Society, Dead Presidents, uh, Pollock, and then I have have literally written here a bunch of stuff I never heard of. (laughs) But but she's uh, stayed busy for sure. Great composer, great score on this. When oh, the yeah. scene at the end happens during the, the robbery, music goes, and it was really well. I had just rewatched, man, this is, I'm going to have to shit on this movie. This movie almost didn't make it back into my box. I rewatched Three Fugitives this week because I thought it would be a fun kind of oh, 80s, yeah. carefree yeah, 90s yeah. movie. You know, the Martin Short, Nick the, Nolte one? Nick Nolte and the Kid, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. music was so horrendous. Oh, I'm sure. Dude. It was horrendous. It was like Nora Ephron, like Sunday afternoon Hallmark Channel yeah. music, and it was so bad that I almost turned it off. Yeah. We, we mentioned, me and my wife both mentioned how bad the music was probably seven or eight times in the movie. <laughs> and I couldn't. I fast-forwarded like a couple of the intro scenes just because they were playing it. It was so bad. And then we, I had just put this on afterwards, and that scene with the robbery came on, and I was like, now this is some fucking music. Yeah. And I was surprised that Danny Elfman did it. Huh. Usually you can identify Danny Elfman in like a split second. It sounds anything like Tim Burton, yeah. because he's done every Tim Burton movie, right. so it just happens to be that Danny Elfman sounds like la, it, la, all la, of them. La, 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 yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> he's got a fairy tale quality to all yeah, his movies. Absolutely. I mean, every one of them. And I love him, but uh, he did, he killed it with the music on this one. So some of the details, and there's not much trivia, so we'll just go into talking about it. But the some of the details, the release date, October 6, 1995. So, yeah, it was closer towards, uh, like, uh, Halloween than it was to the, uh, to the summertime, which makes sense. But like I said, uh, Chris Tucker had done Friday. I think Friday dropped in, like, May or April of that year, mm-hmm. and then... He got another boost in his celebrity. If he didn't have enough boost with Friday, yeah, everyone and their mother knew who Chris Tucker was. Oh yeah, after absolutely. Friday came out, that's for sure. Uh, following uh, the filming locations, Brooklyn, Mount Vernon, and somewhat in Florida. My guess is that's where the Vietnam stuff was filmed. Probably. Yeah. Uh, the budget was ten million dollars, and the worldwide gross was twenty-four million. That's great. I think it made a lot of money on it. I thought it honestly would have made a lot more than that. So, not many trivia on this, but what's on here is kind of interesting. The it's not specifically stated, but Curtis, Cleon, and Skip belong to the first Marine uh, Recon Battalion. I always find that's interesting because I know there's a lot of uh, military guys watching these movies like with like laser eyes. Yeah, oh, I'm sure to pick them apart and everything. So the first Marine Recon Battalion, which means he's a badass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a this is an interesting one. The word "fuck" is used two hundred and forty seven times in this movie. Fuck. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, that has to be more than Scarface. I think Scarface has got to be around that number. That might be a good gook. Yeah. How <laughs> so, many fucks in Scarface? Let's see. Let's check it out. This is two forty seven. Let's see who the winner is. Uh, also, the the really good trivia here that I thought was very interesting is Jada Pinkett turned down the role of Delilah who is the girl that popped out of the trash at the end. 
Interesting. That, that was going to be Jada Pinkett. And she turned down the role because her longtime uh, friend Tupac Shakur had been fired from Menace to Society after an altercation with Alan Hughes. Huh. So there's a lot going on here. We almost had Jada Pinkett in this movie. Uh, who knew that she was so close with Tupac Shakur? And we almost had Tupac Shakur in Menace to Society. That would have been fucking Fuck. nuts, dude. <laughs> Um, Scarface has 207. Ah, fuck you, Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> Dead presidents got you on that one. Uh, I didn't even notice it. You know, that's how desensitized we yeah. are into fucking movies. But back in the day, I would have noticed that shit. I, I knew how many were in Robocop back in the day because I remember having to watch it with my parents and I was like, oh, they're going to flip the fuck out, man. Yeah. Flip the fuck out with Every time one was coming up, you're yeah. having like a little mini panic and, attack. And there was probably 60 in that movie compared to what the... They were in this movie. Yeah. How my dad, I remember him leaving the room and saying he wasn't going to finish it when Reservoir Dogs was on. Because, oh, wow. Because how many uh, F-words were in that. So. Wow. I don't know. It's a it's a problem with some people. But then again, that was the 90s. I mean, if everyone's not desensitized now, I don't know who is. But Jesus. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about this movie and how fantastic it is. You know, it reminds me a lot of Goodfellas. It in does. The, in the way you're just seeing this great progression over time of a guy almost also Forrest Gump in a way you know it's one of those epic movies where you're following this kid and that's the reason that I love that it was so well cast Mm -hmm. is that if he's going to be spending that much time on screen we really got to love this kid we really did end up liking this oh yeah absolutely because I mean he started he's a good kid yeah he's a good kid he's a nice kid I guess he's running numbers for Keith David but he's you know he's a good kid his biggest flaw and it's probably not even a flaw it's a flaw to his family is that he doesn't want to go to college yeah he really is not into it he hates school like we all do or most of us do I'm sure there are a lot of people that love it Uh, it's not me I couldn't wait to get the fuck out yeah yeah and never go back. And never go back. <laughs> I tried. I tried to go back. And I was like, no, I remember. I hate this. Yeah, I went to massage school for six months and yeah, I was yeah. done. You know? <laughs> but he he falls into that crowd, you know, just like Henry Hill hanging out at the, the cab stand with Tootie. Yeah. He ends up hanging at like this bar with Keith David, who's yeah. basically his mentor. And he's teaching him kind of the, the way of life. And he, we're seeing him as a young kid, that, that great scene towards the beginning of the movie. This movie is crafted really, really well. You, you know, it it wasn't on my top 100 list before I did the rewatch, but I almost want to rework it on there because I have a feeling that this is the movie that every time you watch it, it gets better. I have a feeling if I watch it next year, it's going to be better than it is this time. And the, the scene where he has that altercation with Terrence Howard, yeah. it's such an important scene to this movie. Do me a favor, though, because I, I totally remember this the, in the pool hall and, and yep. everything, and we can analyze that in just a second. I don't remember what happens to Terrence Howard, though. So after that, I, I don't remember he the He does resolution. run into him later on, and uh, I think he knocks him out, but I think that's about it. He okay. doesn't do anything else other than that. Okay. Because he does run into him later on. You you kind of got the idea that maybe he would... He was a little bit more disciplined, I think, because of the Marine Corps. Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason he didn't fucking uh, murder that guy on the stairway. Yeah. Uh, is because he had somewhat of... I, and he gets called out about that by uh, Martin Sheen at the very end, mm. on the stand, saying, you don't represent the military. And it's like, yeah, he did a pretty good job. Yeah. He didn't know what this guy's life was. And he didn't sit there and argue it because, I mean, what good is that going to fucking do? Right. He got the wrong judge at the wrong time, and it happens to a lot of people, I think. Yeah. But 
going back, the the scene with Terrence Howard, because we're seeing this kid as not who he... He's got a great arc in this movie. Yeah. He's someone who's kind of scatterbrained, lost, doesn't know what he wants to do. He's really thinking about joining the military, but this is during Vietnam. I mean, people are trying to avoid the draft, let alone uh, willing to sign up up on his own, all Charlie Sheen style on cartoon. And he's talking to different people about it. He... You see him talk to Keith David about it. Keith David has like a plastic leg yeah. uh, th- oh, that he has God. from losing his. So he's a big military guy too. So he's very pro-military. But we also see the weakness in Lorenz Tate at the very beginning. And like I said, that scene I think really comes forward with the Terrence Howard scene. Terrence Howard emasculates him and uh, and just puts a knife up to his cheek. Yeah, and actually makes a mark on it and everything, and threatens to kill him. And yeah, everything so Lorenz, and know your place type of thing. Lorenz beat him in pool, and yeah. they had they had a bet, and I guess the bet was like ten bucks. Oh, like I think it was like stupid. two dollars each. Yeah, you know, it was stupid. And so after uh, after he wins, um, Terrence Howard gives him two dollars, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, you you owe me two more dollars. We had a bet, you know." Um, and he throws him down on the pool yeah. table and pulls out a knife and, you know, puts it on his face and starts threatening him and shit, you know. Um, Terrence then, plays that role well, man. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think he'll ever probably be as good as he was in Hustle and Flow. Hustle and Flow was his masterpiece, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, not that will knock like he can't do as good as that, but that's your that's He was your, He was thing, good man. in Idlewild. It's a he's very, good in everything. Yeah, he's great I, in everything. He really he's is. a fantastic actor. He's he, probably one of the top 50 actors acting right now. He just got the, he got the shaft with Marvel, and I don't think he ever recovered from that. Yeah. He, he really, I don't know what, went on behind the scenes with that, but he definitely got the shaft. I think he asked but, for more money and uh, they replaced him. I think he got off easy because a lot of those Marvel guys are, are pigeonholed now and are going to get hard to get roles. Yeah. I mean, Mark Ruffalo was doing some serious shit and I, I know he got paid to do the Hulk and everything, but when you're on the series with Megan Thee Stallion twerking and oh, with the God. She-Hulk and everything, you're yeah. like, what have you done to yourself? Yeah. That's how off I am on uh, Marvel that I do not even give a shit about spoilers with like the new Guardians movie. Mm. Don't care. Nah. Spoiler if you want <laughs> i haven't seen the ant-man at all yet no then um, see that shazam came out today may might watch it but oh really shazam came out on too? hbo today. oh really on yeah. hbo yeah. well then I'm, I'm i'll watch that i'll watch it because it's comedy yeah and, and it just changed to max by I, the way yeah i know yeah. i had to do like re uh passwords and shit like that oh no too. i haven't done that yet damn it uh yeah i did i had to do it but <laughs> If you're already been logged in for a while, maybe you don't. Yeah. But like I said, I'm going to go to the DC world for sure mm. to check out the Flash. So maybe I'm just going to be a DC guy for a couple of years, and I'll go back to Marvel when they get their shit together. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, so so yeah. Terrence back to Howard, the pool table. Terrence Howard, you lucked out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it was a great scene because it, it brings him right into that kind of world. And we're seeing him with his friends. I, I love we get to see him with Freddie Prince, very similar to like Deer Hunter in that way, mm-hmm. where we, yeah, we get to, at the beginning of that, you get to see De Niro with uh, Christopher Walken with uh, his other guy from uh, The Godfather yeah. and, and all those guys before they end up going to war together. So yeah. once they get there, they're, they're all in the same battalion, basically. Yeah. You've got Freddie... Rodriguez is in there as the explosive guy. Chris Tucker is in there with him, and you get to see Bokeem Woodbine, who he was not friends with outside. He right. was just friends with in, inside. Same with Michael Imperiali and everyone else in the group. 
The stuff in Vietnam was great. Oh, yeah. Really, really good. Bloody, gross. I mean... Oh, yeah. It was realistic. I, I got to go back before Vietnam. Sure. Though, because my, probably my favorite scene in the whole movie... Oh, nice. ...is when Lorenz Tate and Keith David are driving around together. Mm-hmm. And uh, Keith David sees some guy that owes him money. And so he's like, hey, do me a favor. Pull over there real quick. I got to stop and get something, you know? And so... He gets out of the car and he starts beating the shit out of the guy, you know, over his money. And the guy's girl comes out and she's got a gun and she's like, leave him alone, you know. And he was like, oh, you're brave, you know. And he just like snags the gun yeah. and just punches her in the yeah, face. clocks her. Yeah. And so she falls down. Well, the guy that was on the ground already grabs him by the leg and goes to turn and like make him fall. Yeah. And he takes his fucking leg off and it turns out he's got a, 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 a fake, yeah, uh, fake leg, leg, you know. And Keith David's like, you stupid motherfucker, you got the wrong leg. <laughs> and now he's got the gun and he's, you know, he's like, you better fucking pay me. You know, and it's like a serious scene, but it's a really funny little thing in there when that happens. Yeah. Like Keith David really comes in and adds, great, a, adds a lot to this movie. I, can, I don't think I've ever seen anything that he's in that I haven't been like, oh, What's your favorite it. thing? When you think Keith David, where's your mind usually go Man, first? it's either like Platoon or... Um, yeah, golf clap. That's where my um, mind goes every time. Yeah, I love him in everything. You know, actually, a lot of times it goes to Requiem for a Dream. Unfortunately, it's, I've never seen that. It, it's so the I'm scene good. you don't want him in. He mm-hmm. he like runs the gangbang mm-hmm. for Jennifer Conley at the end, and it's oh. just that disturbing as fuck. Yeah, and but my mind always goes to Men at Work. He was so funny, so funny. Absolutely, and you don't get to see him play funny much. Somebody threw away threw away oh, yeah. a perfectly good <laughs> white boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Don't touch my fries. Yeah. One thing you don't touch, another man's fries. <laughs> yeah. No, he's, oh, he's, he's great fantastic. in that movie, man. And he, he's awesome in this. He really does add a lot to it. But when they're in Vietnam, we get to see really what they're... They do a good job at establishing what their demeanor is mm-hmm. and who they are as a person. Yeah. You know, like, would... Uh, Bo Keem was basically Kevin Dillon from Platoon. Yeah. Kevin Dillon was crazy Just as lost fuck. lost shit. Yeah. Lost his mind. There's a scene with this in the, where he kills one of the VC kind of soldiers and he cuts his head off. Yes. And he keeps... You don't show him cut his... Well, maybe they do. No, they, it's well, like it's, a quick machete. Well, it's so not like... You can see the he's body. He's dead already. Yeah, you can see the body because it was an officer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you, the body is laid up against a tree. So the tree is blocking yeah. the body. And he just hacks that shit off with a machete. And he and puts it in like a bag that he's carrying around. And you find out that he keeps carrying it around with him for days yeah. and days, if not weeks. Yeah. And he's convinced it's like a good luck charm. Good luck charm. And uh, they, they're all, they all chime in and be like, you need to bury that thing. Man. You yeah. need to get rid of it. I vote get rid of it. And they all like turn on him. And he's like, all right, this is, a, this is where our good luck ends. Yep. And right when he throws the dirt on there, you hear the bombs explode like around him. And that's when the Michael Imperioli cut type yeah. scene happens. Oh, man. God, so maybe dude. it was a little correct there. But, yeah. but they mentioned how many horrible stuff he's doing. and But they also do mention that he's like a son of a preacher. Yeah. Like you could tell he really went far one way when i was watching this I, I i think i got a little confused because i thought it in platoon maybe it's apocalypse now okay somebody keeps ears yeah that was in because uh, i thought it was this. him it wasn't this no it might be kevin dylan it might be kevin dylan and uh no maybe it's not damn it's one or the other though, yeah right? All right, i don't know you're gonna have to look that up yeah. who keeps ears in vietnam movie yeah. Ears. I don't know. Yeah. 
ears around neck. Ear Damn, I remember that too. I've seen so many goddamn Vietnam movies that I, I really can honestly not tell you what it is. But so they have all sorts of crazy experiences in Vietnam, and luckily they make it through the the majority of them. And then we're gonna see at that point them returning to Vietnam and living the ages we have now. We already know when he gets back that he's not gonna be treated well. We know he's not gonna get the health care that he needs. We know he's not gonna get a shot at a new job. And it's exactly what happens. You know, he yep. comes back and he he has no nothing to lean on or to help him better himself so he ends up going right back to keith david and they're all happy to see him the the reunion where they when he gets back was awesome with all these guys we were comp- this 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 can't be correct what's that they're saying this is universal soldier universal soldier i mean that might it's, happen in there too but yeah that's not what i'm thinking of. okay there's yeah. definitely one that uh where there's an i mean i put war ears. movie ear necklace and universal that's soldier the only one that comes up, up huh Huh, that's weird. I swear it was Kevin Dillon in Platoon. Definitely Maybe. wasn't in this because I just re- watched it and I know that for sure. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll, do some go- I'll Google that later on. I'll, yeah. I watch every Vietnam movie I, I own later on. I swear that you. was either Platoon or Apocalypse Now. It, can only it wasn't be somebody... Full Metal Jacket. I know that for sure. It wasn't Full Metal Jacket. It's possible it could be Casualties of War. I've never seen Casualties okay, of War. Okay, then maybe not. Maybe not. Then yeah, you're probably... Unless there's, there's so many weird, r- random... Vietnam scenes in movies too, like could be any of the mission or mission and actions too. I don't know. It was good though. All the Vietnam stuff was really great in this. It really was. And and you you were thought that that was the big action stuff you were going to get it, but you didn't realize. Oh, we have a robbery coming up later on, man. So so while I was catching up on this, I I had to pause it, and we had a few people that were coming by the house, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, when they when they got there, everybody thought we were watching Tropic Thunder. Oh, because really? it was a pause scene of them in the jungle in Vietnam. And yeah. so everybody wanted to watch the movie. And they were like, oh, is this Tropic Thunder? And I was like, nope. Where did, that's where their mind went. Yeah. Vietnam, like, Tropic Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> it was a younger group. Of oh, okay. Yeah. Did any of them have heard of the movie? Um, I don't know that they had. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of an obscure one, even for people that I know Which movies. Is crazy it is crazy. It's so I, I, fucking That's good. what I keep going over in my head, that this movie should be huge. These actors should be... This should have ramp them up to top did level this status awards was i don't think nominated? it did man i don't think it did it's it's crazy in, in 95 i mean it, it should have done well in 95 and, and it always did i knew we, i was working at the video store uh shortly after that and it always sold at the video store for sure we obviously couldn't play it play it on the video store, right but, yeah uh i remember taking it home several times and i owned it on vhs i'm telling you that cover in general so let's jump forward to like they realize all right we're gonna have to do a. We're gonna have to do a robbery. Yeah. And so what they've come up with, one of them figures out that all the money, the old money, is being transferred from uh, a warehouse and going to be transferred to the uh, to another warehouse where it's going to be burned. And uh, because that's what they do when the new money is introduced. Right. They, they're changing. I I remember old money and new money. A lot of people might not. Yeah. Uh, when they had the small presidents heads. Yeah, on. I know, right? Small dead presidents. Yeah. And now they're just big. <laughs> And uh, so they know exactly where it's going to be. They have the they have that great scene. They bring in his wife's girlfriend, who's basically one of the main leaders in the Black Panther movement at right. that time. And so she comes in. She's like, "We can make a lot of money off this." They have to get one more guy. They have 
they have a pretty good crew. They got Freddy uh, Rodriguez, who is yeah. going to do the explosives. Lorenzo Tate's going to uh, uh, Lorenz uh, Tate is <laughs> going to be the point man. Uh, Chris he, Tucker. Chris Tucker is a little bit of a wild card because he got into out. the heroin. Yeah, but he looks like he's he's got it together. He turns out that he's not the weak link in it during right. the during the actual robbery. He does actually a really good job. Yeah, if you count killing a police officer, yeah. good job. But the only person they realize that they need another person. Keith David's going to show up too, which is surprising. Yeah, I mean he came up with the, basically the whole plan, but he's, he, the, he's, he's the, the getaway escape, driver. Yeah, I mean, but what he can do with a only half with a one leg, leg yeah. with one leg. So they decide we need uh, Bokeem Woodbine as the other guy. And they were like, he's a preacher and everything. So yeah. they go to the church and he's like, well, I got a lot risking on this. And I'm like, well, we all do. Yeah. You know, and uh, he's like, well, you know, Chris Tucker froze up in the jungle. I don't want to be out there where he freezes up yeah. on the streets. And he's like, no, he got his. He can handle this. I'll watch him and everything. Yeah. Then the it, this goes right. I mean, it's it's definitely not as good as Heat. But it goes like right underneath it for me, uh-huh. as far as bank robbery kind of robbery sequences and everything. Have you seen Wrath of Man yet? No, you keep telling me to watch see it. That man, yeah. Jason Statham, man. Yeah, it's a and fucking, I love Jason Statham. It, and this is he's, he's entertaining. This yeah. is badass Jason Statham. Yeah, and this is the same guy who did uh, Lock, Stock, and Snatch. Mm-hmm. But it it deals a lot with kind of robberies like this, and it was really cool. But. The robbery gets fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it's fucked up from the get-go, really, just because one guy, the guy in the armored truck sticks his gun out through one of those... What are they, do they yeah. even have those holes? Oh, yeah. They absolutely, do? yeah. Uh, what are they, it's like a, a name gun, for that, it's right? It's like a gun hole. It's a gun hole. You know? I mean, shit, that's what it is. But it's a slot on the truck that they can, like, open up. I don't and, care. And, There's a name for it now. Yeah. I'm calling it gun hole. The gun hole. Don't shoot me in the gun hole. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Whatever you do, don't shoot me in the gun hole. Uh, I thought it was something clever, like, you know how suicide doors on cars are oh, called like I'm that? Sure maybe, maybe it's something, a drop uh Drop hole. I'm sure there's I'll a do some research very cool. Future name Paul, to figure it. that out. Yeah. <laughs> Send a text to Justin in yeah. the middle of next week. He'll be like, what is, the fuck is this? And the text is going to say, gun hole. Gun hole. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, see, so yeah, someone shoots out of the gun hole yeah. and everything goes to hell. The girl pops up out of the dumpster yeah. and just destroys one of the guards. Yeah. It has like a shocked look on her face, like she was surprised that bullets kill people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, she shit. unloaded like. A full clip, like between two guns, so like two half clips into somebody, and then she was like, "Oh fuck, I just killed somebody." Yeah. Like, and while that's going on, Freddie, um, Freddie Rodriguez jumps on the back of the armored truck mm-hmm. and puts an explosive on it, and the truck's pulling away. He's still activating it as it's pulling away, but yeah. he gets it activated. He jumps off. He sits to the side of the road. He activates it, and what happens? Yeah, fucking blows up the whole goddamn truck. Too much explosives. Yeah. That is done. A, Every time that's done in the movies, I love it too because it's it's yeah, a thing. I can see that happening. Yeah. How do people know how much to put on? Yeah, and you're taking a, de- a door off of a heavy ass armored truck. It would probably take a lot of explosives. Yep. But apparently, he's not as much of the shit as he thought. I couldn't believe that they salvaged any of it. Yeah, and they salvaged three hundred thousand. So imagine what was in there. Yeah, I mean, because probably... a lot of that money went up in flames. Oh man! If you look at the actual explosion of the I'm thing, I'm surprised there was a dollar yeah. left in there. Anything that was in there had to have been in fireproof bags, and that's what happened. They each kind of grabbed the bags, and they were all kind of at, running away as a group at first, and they kind of dispersed. Yeah. Freddie Rodriguez ran down an alley and was being chased huh. by a. Uh, 
police, like a black and white police squad. We didn't mention the makeup that they're wearing. Oh, yeah, the fucking... So they're basically in white face, yeah. kind of with black around their eyes, and it looks cool as shit. Absolutely. And they, they mimic it in... What's it? Half baked. Half baked with oh Cuban B it. was wearing yeah. the same makeup. Scarface. Yeah. The people who got that really appreciated. Oh yeah, I got it. Absolute I loved it. Movie. I was like, holy shit, he's doing the Dead Presidents. Yeah, thing. I thought oh, it was so God, good. It wasn't so that funny. far from when Dead Presidents came out. It no. was like two years later or yeah. something. So it was good. Oh, so good. So they looked awesome. So you got Freddie Rodriguez running down the alleyway wearing that makeup and everything, and he gets he ends up shooting the the driver of the police car and the passenger cop is trying to control it. And it just rams right into Freddie Rodriguez and it pins him up against that wall, man, mm-hmm. to the point Ugh. where you could imagine that he might've lost half his lower half. His probably Michael Imperiali style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he probably was like, yeah, instantly in shock, passed that's, out, then probably bled it's out. One of those. Uh, and it's funny. It's a Chris Tucker. One of my favorite Chris Tucker lines from the outtakes from rush hour is uh-huh. when, uh, the stunt guy goes out the window and Chris Tucker runs out to the window and goes, God damn, he ain't going to be in rush hour too. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime I see somebody get killed horribly in a movie, yeah. I always want to say he ain't going to be in whatever the sequel yeah. is. He ain't going to be in dead presence too. That's funny. Uh, man, I love that. But so the, one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie is happens right after. And if you're listening to you, obviously are the opening, uh, audio that I played at the beginning was Keith David talking about right after they got back, they counted the money. Everyone's all kind of heated. They haven't even got half their makeup off. Chris Tucker punches Bokeem in the, uh, in the mouth and just sets them straight. And, uh, Keith David says, everyone chill, you know, we've got all this money. We're going to split this up. Everything's going to go over fine. And they do that. They split the money. They all go. And as usual, there's a weak link. Yep. And who's the weak link? It's, well, it's fucking Keith David. Well, what, no, not Keith it? David. Uh, Bokeem. Oh, Bokeem that's was right. The weak that's link. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he gets flashy. He pulls that uh, that Johnny Roast Beast. Uh, Johnny Rose Beef from Goodfellas scene where he's buying his wife a new car Cadillac, and a new coat yeah. and everything, and he just didn't lay low. So he's he's throwing money at the church. He's throwing money at just he's I think he's randomly giving people money, and uh, and he's buying flashy cars. So Keith David says you got to go take Bokeem out. Go take him out. Don't talk to him. Take him out. He needed yeah. to be taken out yesterday. Well, it turns out he should have been taken out yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> because the second they pull up, he's being arrested by the cops, and he sings like a canary, man. Oh, God. You know, I, 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 you're watching it. You're like, man, please let Lorenz, Lorenz get away with it. You know, mm. he's got the girlfriend that would forgive him for whatever he's done. He's got a little cute little girl. His life was set, man, when he got out of uh, Vietnam, and it just didn't go well, man. Yeah, no. That's why it's so sad, the ending, where he is just... Bokeem turns them all in. I was talking to Justin before the pod, and I was like, man, you know, you didn't have to yeah, turn them you in. You had two people die. You yeah, two people die. Say, give, give them Keith David and give them Chris Tucker, and that's all you would have to have done. And he, no, he gave everyone up. And that last scene, he's just on the bus. Yeah. Like looking around at all the other prisoners and this is my life. Yep. And even watching it, I'm like, well, at least, you know, he, he's going to be able to handle himself. It's it's going to be like another, it's going to be another kind of Vietnam for him. Yeah. And just another chapter in his life. I would have loved to have seen if there was a sequel to this movie of yeah. him getting out, like the age Lorenz Tate is Ooh, now. That would be Holy good. crap. That's a great Come on, idea. the Hughes brothers. Do Dead That's a really Presidents 2 and do it as Lorenz, as the AG is now, huh. coming out of prison and seeing what he gets done. And then him playing almost the Keith David role in it, wow. setting jobs up for people. You should just start writing that. That would be great. I would love to have seen that because it, 
Uh, I never really thought of that before. It, it really works with any actor that we've seen at the end of the movie going into prison. Yeah. It, you could clearly do a sequel with them coming out older and as old as they are. Does, uh, does what's his name? Does Eddie Murphy go back to prison at the end of another 48 hours? I'm wondering. Oh, I don't remember. That would be perfect, too. That would be good. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> they do it. I'm, I'm all for it. You can have that idea, Hughes Brothers. <laughs> I'm on board for the Continental. I think I'm only a couple of weeks away from being able to see John Wick on streaming. Oh, I think nice. it starts streaming soon, so I'm going to go check that out. It's very entertaining. Uh, yeah, there's a couple streaming movies that I've been waiting for. One from my wife. She really wants to see... Uh, uh, are you there, God? It's Margaret, which got really great reviews. Huh. It's that, that old book. Uh, so yeah, it's the old book yeah. that was really famous, but it dealt with thirteen-year-old girls and yeah. puberty and everything. Yeah, I never read it, but I remember never read it. People being love like, it. Yeah, that age and everybody, like all the girls in the class, yeah. had no. And the trail looked good, and apparently, by all the reviews, they nailed it. They they mm. did a really good job with it. Cool. So uh, I'll definitely check it out. I'll watch anything, man. If it's if it's slated as a good movie. I I'll, I'll watch it. You should watch that Devil's uh, whatever it is. Yeah. The Devil's Always There or whatever it's called. It's it, I think you'll like it, man. Yeah, it, it's got the cast that I uh, I would Devil like. all the time. Devil all the time. I'll check um, it out. So the other one we watched was a documentary called Fantastic Fungi. Fantastic Fungi. What was it was it really good. Um, it's just basically about I I don't remember the guy's name now, but um, he's like one of the leading like um, mushroom advocates. Oh, uh, for of all different kinds, not just like psychedelic mushrooms or anything. I wonder if I I heard somebody who was a mushroom expert on Rogan. I'm wondering if he was. On it's Rogan. that guy. It's that guy. Yeah, it's okay. that guy. Yeah. And um, he doesn't talk about. It's either Porta. I think it's Portobello's. Yeah. He doesn't talk about those in this because oh. did you ever see that thing where he's on Rogan talking about it? Yeah, and, yeah. And he he asks him about Portobello's and. The guy literally starts freaking out. It can't goes, be Portobello. Portobello's is sold in like restaurants. That's not I, like a normal restaurant. Exactly. They so have some kind something of something wrong with that. They have some kind of like carcinogen in them that like hyper, you know, makes cancer. Shit. And unless you, cook I'm them, gonna cancel my Portobello dinner. Yeah, that, I, <laughs> I don't eat Portobello's anyway. Sometimes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, dude, it was his documentary is really good. That's fascinating. Yeah. I, I'm always a sucker for that's another thing I'm sucker for is a good documentary. So yeah, definitely be checking that out. All right, well, that'll be good for this week. Definitely check out Dead Presidents. I'm hoping if you listen to the whole pod, you had watched it beforehand and you're a fan because uh, to tell your friends and family because that's our goal on here too yeah. is to let people know which ones of these movies are worth your time. I mean, every once in a while, we will do a movie on it that obviously is nostalgia-based and, yeah. and we will argue, all right, yeah, most people are going to find this a piece of shit, but yeah. it's, it's still fun. Yeah, all the movies you're talking about are at least fun. There's not going to be any that are being like, oh, this is a hard watch. And this movie is not only fun, but this is a fantastic film that should be. I'm surprised this is not a Criterion disc. Criterion uh, oh. uh, is a company that takes like really artsy movies and great gives them great kind of uh, uh, presentations with 4K and Blu-ray and everything. Yeah. And they've got like 2,000, 3,000. I know they've made a push to put more black filmmakers in the Criterion collection. because oh, nice. the, like two or like a year ago, they decided to drop uh, Menace of Society. So they've already done one of the uh, Hughes brothers. So this makes sense that they would probably yeah. will do this because once they establish themselves with a director, they continue staying with them. Like Brian De Palma, half his movies are Criterion. Hmm. Scorsese, same thing. But they just dropped this one, Ghost Dog, uh, not this one, Menace Society, 
Ghost Dog and Deep Cover into the Criterion Collection. Oh, wow. So all three fantastic movies. Oh, have you yeah. seen Ghost Dog yet? I don't know about that one, but Deep Cover oh, is the shit. Deep Cover is the shit. God, that's, that's, that's another movie. movie that's right up at this level. If you like Deep Cover, you'd like Dead Presidents. It's yeah. very kind of... I'm also just a giant Lawrence Fishburne fan. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've so enjoyed his roles through the years. He's another one that the older he gets, the, the roles, he's he's getting the correct roles uh, for you know, him. You know he and um, Nicolas Cage did a, a movie together. Uh, it was straight to Redbox. Straight to Redbox. I, I saw it. It's huh? like I think I actually bought it because it was like three bucks. Did they do an, one back in the day together? Did they ever work together back in the day? I don't know about back in the day, but I mean, this was two years ago, huh. three years ago, something like that. It's interesting. Um, yeah, they're, they're. I can't both... keep up with freaking Nicholas Cage. No, movies. dude, me neither. And <laughs> he I can't either. Love He's it, like, dude. what is this check and for? I, I fucking love. I it, didn't dude. do a movie called. Did I that. do that movie? No, that wasn't me. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen Renfield yet. No, that should be coming out. That's one of the it's ones that comes out. It's coming out streaming this yeah. weekend, I think. Oh, really? This weekend? I, th- I thought it's the 30th. I think it's next Tuesday. Oh, okay. Most things drop on Tuesday uh, gotcha. for new films. But maybe on HBO, if it's going to one of the uh, the main ones like Max, mm-hmm. you would think, oh, I guess I was just going to say Max would drop something big the day they changed their, their thing. But I guess that's what Shazam's for. Uh, yeah, that's why they dropped it today. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, interesting. But yeah, I'm going to check that. The Renfield is up my alley, for sure. Yeah, uh, I think it would be funny. Uh, it made me think of The Vampire's Assistant, which I absolutely love, and no one knows about Circuit de Freak, The Vampire's Assistant. And it's a fantastic with, movie. Um, the guy from Shake and Bake. Um, yeah, with John C. Riley yeah, yeah, and yeah. Willem Dafoe. It's so much goddamn yeah. fun. Yeah, I remember seeing the preview to that and thinking it looked pretty oh, funny. Loved right. it, loved it. If you can find it, watch it. But the reason I, I brought that up, not only because you mentioned Renfield, but I'm glad you did, because R.I.P. Ray Stevenson. Ray D- Stevenson died yesterday. And mm. uh, I'll have to explain. Most people are not going to know who, who he is by that name. Did you ever end up watching Punisher Warzone? I don't think so. He played the Punisher. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, yeah wait, the one where... The, from th- Thor. He's he's in every Thor movie also. But wasn't John Travolta the bad guy? No, no, one? no. Uh, there was one called... It was later... It was in the late 2000s or uh, mid-2000s. It was called uh, Punisher Warzone, and it was him, and Newman was the guy that helped him. Is Wayne this, Knight. This guy? No, that's no. John Bernthal. Okay. Look up Ray Punisher. Stevenson... And now, if you look up images, you'll see all the different movies he was on. I loved him in the show Rome that was on HBO. That was the first thing I saw. Okay, him in. I saw this like earlier today, yeah. but I I feel bad because like I don't know who he is. Thor. He was in he was in all the Thor movies. He was one of the uh, guys that hung out with the Valkyrie and all of them uh, on where the Rainbow Bridge is. He huh. was. If you, they must show a picture of him from with a big thick beard. He was in that RRR movie earlier this year. And he was phenomenal in that. There was one other movie he was in. Damn, I can't remember. the. There was one more that I really enjoyed him in. He was just a fantastic actor. I think my mom's going to go back and watch the Rome show because uh, he's just so good in it. He died young, 58 years old. I'm not sure what happened. He was a big guy. He was like almost seven feet tall. So I might watch this weekend. I might revisit... Punisher Warzone. You should check that out anyways, man. Punisher Warzone's a great. It's one of the yeah. best Punisher movies. And no one knows about that fucking thing. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen it. Yeah, that. it was really good. It was one of those ones that I randomly rented back when there was video stores. And uh, I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. As, uh, huh, 2008. So. so I'm glad he at least goes down in our memory as one of the many Punishers. Because huh. we've, we've had several. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thomas Jane, I guess. Thomas Jane, Dolph Lundgren, Ray Stevenson. Dolph Lundgren's still my favorite. 
And yeah. I'd be down. Oh, and did you hear about Dolph Lundgren fighting cancer for the last eight oh, years? Oh, I did not know that. Dude, so he... He must have been doing that when he was doing Creed too. For the last eight years, he's been battling cancer. Wow. He's had tumors in his body and been getting them removed. And he went to Sweden, because isn't he a Sweden... Like, isn't yeah, he from I think Sweden? he's... Yeah, he's definitely Scandinavian. Oh, One so, of the countries there. So um, he went back there and like... Probably, he's got, been, probably because he got dual citizenship and got better health care there. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, but like over the last year, it's just been like an up and down, you know, roller coaster. And he's got money to pay for it. So, you know, I it's... know. Um, but he said that after eight years, he's finally oh. hopefully in the clear now. Nice. Um, and that I saw an interview like, a, you know, or an article um, with an interview on him the other day. Um, but yeah, he's been fucking battling cancer Damn. for the last eight years. Man, kept it to himself. Yeah. Well, shit, now he's back for I Come in Peace 2. This Let's sweet. do it. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, so, yeah, we got good stuff coming in the next couple of weeks. Dave and I are going to be talking about uh, the Dennis Hopper film Colors next time you uh, hear from us. And that's going to be an exciting one. I really haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I liked it a lot. And uh, I'm not sure what me and Justin's next one is going to be, but it'll be exciting. And uh, Wild card bitches. Yeah, I'm wondering... if. I wonder if Tubi puts them out like June 1st like everybody else or mm. I'm wondering if it's through the uh, like weekly or something like that. I'll have to look into that because every that's one thing I do do. Every time it hits the beginning of the month, I go into all the streaming things and see what has dropped Hell, off. Let's do coffee. We could totally do coffee. Coffee was fun, dude, man. It was it was it just sounds one, of those, good. It's one of those great like cheesy black exploitation, just fun ass movies, though. I would totally do coffee. Yeah. I won't go anywhere. Let's do coffee. Coffee, it's set. Right. It's on the list. Sweet. We that? will drink coffee while we do coffee. There we go. For sure. So if you want to leave us a like or a comment, you can do that on our two platforms, SoundCloud or iTunes, or you could hook us uh, or catch up with us on Facebook where we drop a bunch of pictures and let you know what episodes are coming in the next week. And uh, you can find me and Justin there. Or you could go OG style and just send us an email fascinatedfilms at gmail.com and we'll get back to you. Hell yes. But until next week, see ya. Peace. Well, that's Uncle Sam for you, baby. Money to burn.